0: on this episode of locked on lightning we're continuing our player previews and we're talking about steven stamkos is he destined to leave tampa bay after this season we talk about all that and more but first let's play that music you're locked on lightning your daily podcast on the tampa bay lightning part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Decker. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And if you already haven't done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Finally, up to 700 subscriptions. Getting ever closer to a thousand. Once we get to a thousand, we'll be announcing uh, some of you probably already know about this contest, but we'll be announcing a special raffle, which you will automatically all be entered into if you are a subscriber of ours on YouTube. So you definitely want to be in on that. On this episode of Lockdown Lightning, we are talking about Steven Stamkos. Now, I believe I said on the last episode that we were going to do Braden Point. Or, or maybe it was Anthony srelli Not entirely sure which one it was, but I had to shift gears, obviously, because of the, the comments made by Julian Brees-Bross uh, that was broken to the media by Lightning Beat writer Chris Krenn, a friend of ours here on the show. We've had him on before last year's playoff run. Go back to the episode if you want to check in on that, but... This was something, initial thoughts, this was something that I've kind of been hinting at all offseason. Something that I think is going to be inevitable for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and, and, and I really respect both sides, how they feel on this. And Julian boss what I like, what he responded to. And and, and before I, I tell you what he said, let me tell you what, what Steve, uh, what, let me tell you what Brees boss said, Stephen has mentioned. And this, like I said, was, was brought to our attention by Chris Crenn. Stephen has mentioned publicly and to me that he wants to spend his entire career with the lightning. I think it would be great for our organization if Stephen could spend his entire career With the Lightning, that's in everyone's best interest. At the same time, it's not just about Stephen playing out his career in Tampa. It's about Stephen playing in Tampa and the Lightning remaining a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. A year in and year out for the remainder of his tenure as a player on the club. Stephen and I share a common goal of bringing the Cup back to Tampa that's our objective. In order for us to do that in future years, we're going to need to spend our cap dollars as wisely as possible. Let that resonate for a little bit because I, like I have borderline been screaming and yelling about on this mm-hmm. podcast throughout the entirety of the summer has been that, yeah, that's great that, you know, uh, even Stamcos coast both want to, figure out some sort of long-term deal to bring him back because let's face it he's still a very good player a very effective player but if anything that the last couple of months of the season showed us that he's getting older and that you know unless he's willing to change things up or take a lesser role we're not going to be able to be a successful team and now with this coming into the last season of his contract this is where it gets complicated where possibly things are going to get possibly ugly between both sides because like it in that statement both sides want him back in tampa bay uh and both sides want him back in tampa bay uh for the remainder of his career which is great um like I said on the last episode, I really think that Stamkos can be a huge help on that third-line pairing. Um, I'm willing to settle for him on a second-line role. Uh, but really, I think the third line is where I think not only is he going to play very well, but it's going to give him an opportunity to teach some of maybe the younger players on this team. Stamkos, like I said, not a young guy anymore, 33 years old, Kind of need to evolve his game. Slapper from the circle isn't just cutting it anymore. But I do like, and I was very impressed by Brie Brie Boss's point saying that, that in order for us, let me just reread it, in order for us to do that in future years, Lightning, Bring Back Cup, Tampa, we're going to need our, to spend our cap dollars as wisely as possible. And a lot of GMs, I don't think, are going to come out and say that about the best player in their franchise. And, you know, there's probably a lot of Lightning fans out there that don't like that he said that, which is perfectly fine. I mean, I expect there to be some division in the fan base over whether that was the right wording, but I also do like that. He stated not only to the, to the fan base, but to Stamkos and his representatives, listen, if you are not going to be able to compensate and allow for us to make other moves, something that I have been talking about uh, all off season, then you're going to have to find that money that you want somewhere else. And like I said, not, I, I think it's a very ballsy move by this Tampa Bay lightning organization, because I'm sure discussions were had prior to, cause we all knew that, that that question was going to come. And this this topic was eventually going to come unless they came up with some sort of deal, but Breeze boss essentially saying, without really saying it, Stephen Stamkos is not in a an eight and a half million dollar player anymore. That's just not what's going to happen. Because let's face it, let's be honest with ourselves, Lightning fans. Thirty three years old, I believe he's he's going to be thirty four in February. After then, especially with his injuries. His 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 injury history. Now, granted, since 2020, for the most part, he has been fairly healthy. But at the same time, you know, as this team continues to evolve, and Brees Boss needing to retool, not only at the NHL level, but also at the minor league level in Syracuse. Could this just be maybe a situation where you know Stamkos needs to really take a step back and reevaluate and and really ask himself you know you know what is the best thing for me you know I personally think you know as much as I would love to see him stay in Tampa Bay he's going to have to take a significant amount of money less than what he makes now like i said he makes 8.5 AAV. i if you know maybe i'm a little bit off base here uh i haven't seen anything just yet about where he is projected to sign i think it's very risky for him at least to be going into this season on the last leg of your deal because it could it's risky for both sides, really. I I know I'm a little bit all over the place because this is this is a conversation that is going to be had constantly. And, and I think that it's a positive and a negative thing for both sides because it gives the Lightning the ability to step back. And, you know, because if they go out there, they give Stamkos five and a half AAV for, let's say, five years. And he just goes out there this year and is absolutely atrocious. And the next year as well, the same thing. Now you're in a little bit of a situation because really at the end of the day, what are the lightning to do? You know, you, you can't trade this guy away because what team is really going to want to take on that contract that is not named the, the Arizona coyotes um, stamp you know, as, as great as he is of a player, I, I feel like for him, with his trajectory, like I said, those two months told us a lot. It could have just been a him just getting into a little bit of of a rut there those last couple of last couple of months, and he comes out firing out of the gate, great. But at the same time, you know that is very concerning for this franchise. You know, you don't want to have anybody, especially like what JBB said at the end of the day, we need to make better financial decisions. And, you know, if we're going to see that type of performance out of him for an 82-game season, is he really worth what he thinks he's worth? And the answer is no. And I think that Stamkos is, is definitely the kind of person where he's going to be realistic about this. He's going to be realistic about where he's at in his career what's expected of him in at this point in his career and what kind of role is he going to have going forward for the next four or five years or so. Um, it, it, it's, it's really, like I said, a complicated situation because he could go out there and just completely plummet his value. And that will play right into the lightning's hands. Cause I'm sure, you know, is, and it's also a double-edged sword because if he plays bad, Chances are that's gonna not end well for the Tampa Bay Lightning this season in, in terms of their playoff chances and all that, you know. And 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 I'm not here before people on YouTube or social media come out gunning for me. I'm not sitting here saying that I want him to have a poor season just so his his value could go down. No, I want him to have the season, the best type of season that he is capable of having. Having said that, I don't think, and we'll continue to talk about this, like I said, until news breaks otherwise, whether he is traded, which is a very real possibility at this point in time. I would not be shocked. Um, But at the same time... You know, I, I think that if he goes out there and has a phenomenal season, that puts the Lightning in a bad situation because, you know, what do you do? Do you – because they're definitely going to be listening to the fan base on, on you know, how much or, or really the pressure that is going to be directed towards them. You know, what do we do with one of the cornerstones of our franchise, one of the guys that really when you think of the Tampa Bay Lightning is the top three player, if not the top player in your franchise mm-hmm. – do you give him what he wants? Do you, you know, what? How low is too low to where he gets offended? And that's the thing that's going to be very difficult. And and like I stated before, feelings are going to get hurt. It doesn't matter which side it is. You know, we we hear oftentimes in, in the middle of contract negotiations where both sides say we just want to get to a point where both sides are happy. I firmly believe. Especially when it comes to players that are either on the verge of their decline or in the middle of a decline, but are so valuable in that leadership roles, the, like like the one Stamkos is to the organization, to where the team has to bring them back just for morale and you know hopefully getting one last great performance out of them. I firmly believe in those kind of situations. It's never a situation where both sides are happy. There's always going to be one side that's going to be slightly hurt by that. And it's going to take a little while for those players. And those are usually the players not saying that this is going to be with Stamkos, but those are usually the players that it takes a while for them to come back to whether it's getting inducted into the, the ring of honor or, or getting a statue made or, or getting their Jersey retired. You know, those are the kind of ceremonies that you have to wait a couple of years, uh, whether it be four or five, whatever, Um, maybe even longer for that to happen. Um, but yeah, like I said, this is a very stressful situation for Steven Stamkos for the Tampa Bay Lightning because they're thinking about their future. Stamkos is thinking about his immediate future. Uh, you're gonna have that black cloud hanging over you all season long while the Tampa Bay Lightning are trying to get back into the playoffs and trying to get back to the Stanley Cup final. And you have all the that's gonna be the constant chatter on a nightly basis if he does well oh boy, the Lightning better pay up. If he does bad, well, the Lightning made out well and Stamkos is looking like a chump. It's Like I said, it's going to be a situation where the longer it carries on, the worse it's going to get and neither side in the end is going to win out. So let me know in the comments below what you think about this. What are your feelings on Stamkos? What is the right number in length? We're going to continue talking about this as well as talking about Stamkos's player preview for the upcoming season. What is expected of him As well as, you know, because it's, it's should we, we, you know, what is the right expectation for him? Because, you know, if things don't go well, he could very well be traded. So there's also that uh, wrench that's thrown into all of this. So we'll talk about that as well. But first, I want to discuss one of our sponsors today. And that is our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, if you haven't heard about FanDuel Sportsbook, guess what? They are America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on action. NFL is in full swing. Uh, Buccaneers have been playing great. My Giants finally got their first win. This past week in Arizona. So if you hammered the the money line at halftime, you made a pretty coin on that for the Giants-Cardinals game. The app is so easy to use, people, especially with all the props, odds, uh, over-unders, and spreads, and more that are available at your fingertips. So visit FanDuel.com slash On and kick off your season with FanDuel. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go and subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, we are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available on YouTube. You can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Dank D-E-N-K-Y-D-8. And K love hearing from all of you. Uh, let me know whether you want to comment on the video on YouTube or if you want to DM me, slide in my DMs or tweet to me or whatever you want to do. If you want to get in touch with me, that's probably the best way to do it is just DMing me. Um, What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I want to hear it all. I want to hear the thoughts on the contract. I want to hear the thoughts on what Breeze Boss said today. I want to hear expectations because really at the end of the day, I mean, this is... Something like I said, if you've been a long term listener of the show, you know, I haven't really dedicated. I don't know if I've dedicated an episode to it or not, but I I definitely, definitely have thrown out my two cents on this here and there, Uh, especially with the one thing that I've been really hammering home has been, you know, where is Steven Stamkos going to play this season? What line is he going to be on? Because like kind of what we saw at the end of last year as well as at certain points in the playoffs in that series against Toronto, is that he's he has his sparks. He has his moments where he looks like the Stamkos of old, and he even has his moments where he looks like he's evolving his game, which is phenomenal. At the end of the year, we saw a, a good number of goals that were scored on, on garbage rebounds in front, which a guy like that you love to see, and especially – now this year, hopefully, he keeps that up because whose mo was that last year with the Lightning? That was Alex Kalorn, and now Kalorn is in Anaheim, so you kind of need someone else to kind of step up and have that role. Which I think, you know, is is kind of suspect as he can be sometimes in the faceoff circle. I do like him to play down the middle. I wouldn't mind that. I would honestly welcome that. Like I stated on the. Nick Paul episode, I would really love to see Stamkos on that third line, whether it he's on the center position uh, or you kind of have him on the wing, either, either one. I prefer, though, if he's on the wing, he's not just sitting in the face-off circle because, quite frankly, and, you know, let me know what you think about this, I just feel like it just slows everything down. I mean, you saw... Numerous times last year. Numerous times throughout games, really. Where he was sitting there. And this is on a line, mind you, with Nikita Kucherov. With Braden Point, Two of the best scorers in the league as well. And two of the best scorers on this team. And it's... You have these sequences where... Really, the game plan is just get the puck to him. And I feel like... If you're going to do that, that's great because if you have Kucherov, Kucherov knows when to do it, even though regardless of the result, if he takes a slap shot and he misses off the mark or it's just not getting through, whatever the case may be, or if he scores a goal, you had that guy, Kucherov, who was just so dangerous in his his own regard of, of just being able to just scare the opposing team to where they were actually more worried about him scoring and what he could do instead of just worrying about Stamkos. And I firmly believe if you're going to move down Stamkos, which I think, like I said, is for the long term, not only for the regular season, but for the playoffs as well, the the best thing to do, you're going to have to change it up. Whether you kind of have him in front and he's taking a little bit more of a physical role there um if you have him maybe quarterbacking that offense a little bit kind of filling the shoes of what Koutroff does on the first line and and kind of kind of just moving things around setting up the offense um which I wouldn't be mad at because you know he had he has the the hockey smarts he has the skill to to pass you know and and with those players around him with, with the Tanner Janos uh, with, with the, um, the Nick Poles, I think that that's a perfect combination uh, him being able to be a little bit more f- of a facilitator and just, you know, when the, when the goals come, they come, but, you know, kind of just worrying about dispersing the puck uh, around the ice. I think that that's a better way to go. Now, how does that translate to, to points and goals and all that? Well, just kind of a little bit of a recap. He had 34 goals last year, 50 assists. That amounts to 84 points, uh, plus minus, which is not a big deal, but if you're gonna play on the third line, has to be a little better. Minus five, not so much good, gonna have to help out. And and I know those those five points are just, you know, maybe not always your fault when you're on the plus one, the plus minus side on the negative side of things. Um, but definitely happy to see that his assist numbers have gone up in past years. I mean, as, as you know, kind of looking a little bit back further in the 21 22 season, 42 goals, 64 assists that amounts to his first 100 point season ever in his career, and then he's kind of a little bit a little bit more consistent 50 assists uh haven't had prior to the 64 assist uh season hadn't had a 50 assist season since 1819 and that's also the last time he played an 82 game season so you know you're you do have some positives in recent years with him as much as i kind of knocked him there about age and all that um he is looking a lot healthier. He's played 81 games the last couple of years, which in each season, not combined, that'd be terrible. But <laughs> I, it, it, it is when you look at the numbers, great. It, it is very, it's a very positive thing to look at, and I'm sure in his negotiations with the Lightning, he has brought that up to uh, almost n- nauseating levels of times and and that's fine that's great and you know obviously his contributions and the cup winning years as well uh those have definitely been discussed but in terms of being more of a facilitator and we're only predicting his upcoming season based on that we're definitely going to see the goal number probably dip to 30 uh maybe a little bit lower than that and not the end of the world kind of thing um He's going to get his goals, you know, if he's a 30 goal scorer and he's hovering around the 65 assists, maybe 70 assists number, uh 70 assists, that's perfect. Because listen, at the end of the day, he's getting another 100 points in the bag right there. And I think this team is better when they spread the puck around. Like I've said n- numerous times throughout numerous post-game podcast episodes, I have discussed about how one of the my big pet peeves about this team, especially with Steven Stamkos, is when this team tries to push the offense and revolve it around one player, that never works out. That never works out in any sport. And that's why I think the the one timer situation or whatever you want to call it the struggles, I think is a better word about his one timer in the last couple of months of the regular season why it's such a big deal, because like I said, it slows down the game. It doesn't allow for any players on your team to really get going. It's really just, just telling players go out there, let him get an open look. And so he can let her rip. Um, But really, I think the more assists you see out of Stamkos down the road, that's going to give you an indication of how well this team is playing. The higher the assist, the better everybody around him is going to play. Uh, that means everybody around you is going to score. Having said that, I still think if he is on the third line, I still think you put him on the first line. I still think that as kind of a step back that I've at least taken away from him um, in terms of how crazy I am about his his play, I still think when he's out on the ice with Point with point and Kucherov, there's really not many other teams that can roll out a, a line better than that, a power play better than that. And I think that that is going to be a nightmare for any opposing goaltender. Um, And really what it comes down to with that is Cooper just having to manage lines, manage ice time, whether it's giving more ice time to a certain player, um, giving maybe a little bit less ice time to him. Um, Really, that's going to be something that he's going to have to work out with him. He did average about 19 minutes a game, which – is a little bit below his career average. I uh, I mean early on in his career he was averaging 20 21 minutes a game, so it's a little bit higher volume there that which is why it's a little bit little bit skewed that way I feel. Uh the last 5 6 years he's kind of been around 18. I think 18 is probably the way to go, 18 and a half maybe. Uh just so you know you're keeping him fresh, you're especially in that third line where, as we all know, uh, the third line is probably one of the most physical lines out of any team that you roll out uh, throughout the course of a game. So I, I, I think that he could still play physical enough to where his performance offensively is not going to be that hindered. I, Like I said, I still think he's a very multi-dimensional player. I just think at the end of the day, and I firmly believe he's going to gonna do it. It's just a matter of let's just get past this stupid contract situation. I think it's about sacrifice. And as we all know, it sacrifices is um, in the NHL. You see them with leaders, and it's kind of a test of a leadership. And him being the captain, it's not going to be any type of surprise that he is going to be uh, sacrificing certain aspects of his game in order for this team to... Uh, win in the long term, and as well as build in the long term. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that on our YouTube page. If, like I said, if you want to tweet to me, DM me on on X. I'm at Danky Dank D N K Y D eight N K. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit, but first I want to talk our, about our last sponsor of the day, and that is our friends over at Jace Medical. Now everyone should be empowered to take care for them empowered to take care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication And delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on JACEMEDICAL.COM. That's J A S E medical.COM. Promo code LOCKEDON. So wrapping things up here on the show, it's a situation, like I said, and, and, you know, it's going to be one of those things, unfortunately, where it's going to be constantly talked about to really till something happens, till he gets traded or he gets signed. And my only thing about the whole situation it's really about the fan base, and this isn't really a criticism. I think it's more so a criticism of social media and just like how people act certain times. There was a lot of tweets that I saw that were in response to Chris Kren's quote that Julian Brees Boss said, and it was a lot of tweets of surprise. And my thing is with that is like, what did you expect that they were just magically gonna get something done? That Stam was gonna be so open to getting 3.5, 4.5 even. Um, perfect world. That's what happens. He gets three and a half, maybe four and a half, five tops. I don't think that's what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be closer to five and a half, six, which like I said, you don't want to be playing. You don't want to be paying players, ideally, as much as I'm. All four guys getting paid money. Um, I still think that hockey players are some of the most underpaid professional athletes, at least out of the four sports in in North America. I just don't think that you should be paying a 33 going on 34 Stamkos for something he did when he was 28, 29. I'm sorry. I know the guy is your captain. I know he's the face of the franchise. His number is going to be retired one day. His statue is going to be standing outside of Emily at some point. Um, He's won two cups with you. I don't think it's right. By both sides. I don't, I think it's a very foolish decision if you give him way more money than he's worth. Because, like I said, you know, probably an overreaction with how he played those last couple of months of the season. Still, if that turns out to be the reality going forward, that's going to be a huge issue for this team. And you don't want to be caught in a situation where you're paying a guy money, a ton of money, to where it gets to a point where now we got to have the conversation, you know, do the Lightning wave him? Do they try to trade him after the fact? You know, if, if the Lightning are going to trade him, trade him now, trade him at the deadline, um, allow him to figure out where he wants to go. Because I think in the long term, you know, you sh- as Stephen Stamkos, If you're not, because he will get the money somewhere else. As to where he's going to get it, I am i have no idea right now. But I think that if Stamkos knows he's not going to get the money he wants in Tampa Bay, and he's only going to get it somewhere else, I think right now is the time to tell the organization, listen, trade me for draft picks so at least you guys could build as to what kind of the Lightning could get back in in terms of Stamkos. Let's not jump that far ahead. I'm going to wait and see how this plays out. But I I think that the sooner the better these these two sides figure out a deal. Um, We could just focus on hockey. We could just focus on going out there and winning games and the Lightning improving upon, which was really – due to the standards set by themselves uh over the last five, six years was mediocre to the regular season. I, I think that, you know, the, it would be very foolish to let this carry on any longer than it really needs to. So we will keep a close eye on this. We'll be breaking news as, as soon as it breaks and talking about it, reacting to it and all that fun stuff. So, uh, Make sure to, that you're tuned in and subscribed to the podcast wherever we're available. Audio form, YouTube, like I said, our social media pages as well. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.